now and then, here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. Spaghetti in town. Hey everyone, it's Matt Knutson here. It is you there, and welcome to the Grabbing Lunch podcast. Uh, this is Grabbing Lunch episode 54. We did it, everybody, 54. And uh, I'm actually just going to throw this little contest thing out real quick at the top of the show. If you can correctly identify five of the seven movie quotes in the Grabbing Lunch theme song, I will send you. A copy of my latest album, American. Uh, American, it's on iTunes, uh, and it can be yours. If you correctly identify five of the seven movie quotes, I will give you a hint. The best, the spaghetti in town, is from Lady and the Tramp. I don't know if that's a hint as much as the correct answer. So I guess identify four of the movie quotes and uh, Lady and the Tramp, and you are the proud recipient, or shameful recipient, I don't know, we've never met, uh, of American, Matt Knudsen's latest album. That is me, and I am happy to be here with you guys. Episode 54 with Matt Iceman and Edie Patterson. Um, this is actually the first time I've done something resembling a blind date episode of the Grab Lunch podcast. Most of the time, the people that I go out to lunch with, they know each other. Uh, Matt and Edie knew each other professionally, but did not know each other personally. So I was happy to to introduce them and hang out and spend time with them at the Mohawk Bend on Sunset Boulevard in Silver Lake. Uh, it was a good time. You will listen to that very shortly. Um, I'm just going to jump right into it. Uh, my guest, Matt Iceman. You know Matt Iceman uh, from A Million and One Things, among those as the go-to guy on Clean House with Nishi Nash. Who wants a clean house? I want a clean house. Uh, he was on Clean House. He's currently hosting the American Ninja Warrior on NBC. He's such a prince of a man, and I'm proud that we're buddies. Matt Iceman, you can find him on his website. It is Matt, M-A-T-T, Iceman, I-S-E-M-A-N, MattIceman.com. He's also at Matt Iceman on Twitter. And uh, not that there would be any confusion. Uh, nevertheless, I always like to do this because um, I always like to do it. Matt Iceman sounds like this. I, I, think, I think performers, when I look at it, Particularly comics, I think either they weren't hugged enough as a child or they were hugged too much. And I was definitely the latter. My mom was always like, you're so funny, you're wonderful. I, and I think the crowd is now my mom's hugs. The crowd is my mom's hugs. Could be any performer's autobiography. God, I, I hope he writes that line down and uses it somewhere because that is killer stuff. 
Iceman. Uh, my other guest is Edie Patterson. Edie Patterson, uh, you have seen her in Curb Your Enthusiasm. She was uh, most recently in um, the show Partners with Kelsey Grammer and Martin Lawrence on the FX channel. She is a proud member of the famed comedy uh, theater, The Groundlings, uh, here in Los Angeles. Um, some other Groundlings alums include uh, Phil Hartman, Will Ferrell, uh, Melissa McCarthy, uh, Kathy Grammer. Griffin, I could go on and on. Um, Edie's fantastic, and you can find her on Twitter. She has a Twitter handle, Edie, E-D-I, has a unicorn, at Edie has a unicorn. Uh, she also does improvised shows with a group called Impro Theater. Uh, you can find all that information on her Twitter handle, um, at Edie has a unicorn. She's amazing, and she sounds like this. There's a ton of like, this is known as the toughest beach. Right. And I was like, fuck it, I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Why not? You'll it's never see those people ever it's again. It's so no. uncomfortable though. Right. It's, I don't, I did it and then you're just sort of like, ah. Right. Too much sun on my nips. <laughs> if you went to Spain and didn't burn your nipples, did you go to Spain? I'm not really sure that you did. But I am glad that you did choose to listen to the Grabbing Lunch podcast. And my friends, you can go to grabbinglunch.com, see pictures of my guests, listen to previous episodes, uh, or join my Patreon page. If you've ever wanted to, uh, to support the show in any way that you can, go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash grabbing lunch, patreon.com slash grabbing lunch. Gabbing lunch and grabbing lunch. I should register gabbing lunch just in case somebody uh, has a typo. Uh, Patreon.com slash grabbing lunch. Basically, uh, it's a new page that I just set up. You're able to provide ongoing support to the show for uh, for me and uh, and the LA Food Bank here in Los Angeles. Unlike Kickstarter and Indiegogo, um, Patreon allows you to to make monthly pledges, uh, be it a dollar, uh, five dollars, a hundred dollars, you know, what have you, and that goes to support my. My production expenses and the meals and uh, like I said a portion of every donation goes to support the LA Food Bank in Los Angeles so that's patreon.com slash grabbing lunch or just grabbing lunch.com uh, new episodes come out every Saturday I'm so glad that you guys are listening I get all your messages and all your tweets and all your stuff so I really appreciate you being a part of the, uh, the community I'm having a great time grabbing lunch.com or uh, dare I say Matt Knutson.com Give that a web surf, huh? Uh, as I said, grabbing lunch, Matt Iceman, Edie Patterson, Mohawk Ben, Silver Lake. Let's see. Uh-oh, finger pistols. Dude, what a perfect way to say hello. How you doing, man? How are you? Good. Oh, great. You're looking great. Come yeah. on, now. Come on, guy. This is cool. Hey, right? Patio Donner, a little uh, Sunset Boulevard. Is, so, what are you up to? 40 episodes? 50? 50, yeah, like 50. That's great. Too. Yeah. That's great. It's been, like, almost more fun, like, personally than, like, I'm air quoting professionally, because yeah. you're just like, hey, what are you doing? You want to go grab lunch? I would love to. I gotta think though that's probably the key to making it a good podcast. Right. Is that you enjoy doing it, it's not a chore. No. No. Do you uh, do it all yourself? 
I do it on myself. You just do it in garbage band or, or gar- garbage garage yes. band. <laughs> do you, do you talk about a Freudian slip? I've uh, I've heard uh, some of the episodes. I assume they're being done in garbage. Do you band? do it in garage band? Garage band. Yeah. Garage you just kind of have like your. You just drop the episode in. You have your open. I mean, yeah. you tailor the open too. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a. Uh, Hi, how are you? Sorry about good. that. Oh, no, that's all good. It's going to be three, yeah? Uh, three. We have somebody joining us in a minute. Uh, awesome. Can I get you guys started with something to drink for right now? Water? Water would be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Edie sent me a text. She said she's in, in transit. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it's garbage band, and it's so much more affordable than garage band. I was just like, look, I'm not on a garage band budget. That's the amazing thing, though, with, with Apple, with the iPhone. I mean, yep. with, like now you, the camera on the iPhone is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. You just need audio, you know, right. to make it, and you can shoot semi-professional stuff. Edit yourself. Yeah, they cut. Um, a, 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 I think they're cutting the new Avengers movie on Final Cut Pro. It was some some like major like you know top line thing on oh. that. Right, right. Do you cut? Are you a, like a techie guy? I, you know, I have Final Cut Pro. I, honestly, I used to use Adobe Premiere, which I always found easier. I haven't transitioned, and since then, I realized I haven't shot anything that's required more than a simple. Right. I mean, it's you know never multiple layers of video or, or right. graphics or anything. It's, right. I can do it in iMovie basically. I, I mean, like the last thing I did, I think, was my reel. Right. Well, the people who are like coming up now, it's just like. That's part of their high school education. So they're like, see how making this guy's head explode? It's just like... Um, oh, do you remember there was an app from uh, Bad Robot? I think it was J.J. Abrams, that one yeah. where you could launch a missile. Right. Like, it was essentially they took some of their packaged special effects and you could use it on your phone. And, wow. You know, who knows if you actually need that. But, but I, I, I think it's getting to the point where they, you probably can get, like, a packaged car accident. You know, you can maybe ch- choose drag the, and drop. the car, drag and drop, right. angle it. I'm all like proud, like, see how this star wipes from one transition to the next? But, but ultimately, it's like, if, you know, the content shit, all the special effects. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Which, Just because something is, like, blowing up doesn't mean I care about the characters. It's befuddling, like, when you when you look online as to what captivates people, like some of the YouTube stuff or Vine stuff. Right. So. I read, uh, I think I was listening to NPR, and they said the rise of the, the rise of YouTube and what makes it so popular is... People feel like they're not as far away from being a celebrity as they used to be, because somebody could do like the, they were talking specifically about the Rebecca Black Friday, right. Friday, Friday, because everyone like everyone knew about it. Half of them loved it. Half of them were like, "Fuck this," right. you know, wanted to hack on it. But everyone knew about it, and they felt like they could do that. So well, you know, and that's what I think Twitter has done too, is made people who really are celebrities so much more accessible. I mean, you can be sitting there watching a show. And say, hey, Mark Harmon, really love you on NCIS. And I don't know about him, but you know, odds are most people they're going to see it. Right. They may not reply, but you know they check their app matches. Uh, and yeah. sometimes they do reply. Yep. Like I was watching this movie, Return to Me. It was David Duchovny and Minnie Driver. Mm-hmm. One of those ones every time. I love rom coms. Sure. And every time it came on, I watched it. And I was watch. I Googled something about it, and I was like, Bonnie Hunt wrote and directed it. Great. So I just get on there and go, oh my god, like 30th time watching this, Mm. just realized Bonnie's not so great. She writes back, thanks, I was a fan of you on Clean House. (laughs) We're like friending each other. It's like, holy shit. Yeah, the firewall is gone. It's gone. Mm -hmm. You can reach these people and then, you know, hey, if... Well, let's do some project, you know, whatever. That's right. I mean, that's the way all of a sudden. Thank you. Wow, great, perfect. 
You guys want to wait on the car? Uh, we, yeah, she should be here in a few minutes. Sure. Yeah, we'll thanks. Right cool. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, it's going away, it's going Twitter, away. Oh, Twitter. yes, Bonnie Hunt. When I first moved to town, I did, like, audience work just to try and get on set and yeah. be, like, and one of the first things I saw the was, Bonnie like, Hunt show? Bonnie Hunt show. Went to, like, a live taping. But that was, like, old-school, multi-cam stuff where they really did it in, like, three acts. Yeah. And they were just, like, I think the whole thing was an hour and a half. And they're, like, wow. so long, everyone. And they had it so blocked out. And so... It was... So what made me look it up was watching that movie. It was like um, Robert Loggia, Carol O'Connor, these Robert Loggia. Yeah, there were these guys, these like Great. 70, 80 year old oh, guys, yeah. and I was watching them at a table. And you know, you just watch some movies and like, oh, it's dialogue the way it's shot. Right. These guys were so good, so quick, so on top of it. I'm like, this has to be improvised. Right. You just, it has to be. So right. that's when I looked it up, and she said, you know, Bonnie would obviously script out points, but then just let these guys go. Right. And some of the stuff they were doing, and. It's, it's just the difference of how much stuff you see and I just watch where it was so clear. Are we on? Yeah. yeah I, I can record when you okay. walked up. No, no, no. I got no, the finger is, pistols. Yeah, yeah, okay. I got it all, man. <laughs> <laughs> Some shows I just think when you when you watch them being edited, right. you, you feel like they just steal the, the joy, energy, the performance. Yeah, you yeah. feel like it's one shot cut, right. one shot cut. Right. And I just, I, I thought it was really cool seeing Bonnie as, as a comedian and improviser, right. just giving her, pe- and, you know, and that's what you dream of as an actor, is getting that role where you can improvise. Yeah. T- take it away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hi, oh, Sorry to be Hello? late. Hello, no, please, you kidding me? Hello. Sorry for my wet Have hair. Have you seen that movie? I've been at shows. Yeah. my God, it's happening. <laughs> Um, I warned Matt in my text that I look like a ragamuffin and have wet hair. Thank you. Yeah, thank well, you. See, you could have said anything. This is just a podcast. It's totally fine. And uh, it saved me the trouble of telling you that you look like a ragamuffin. Great. So I was like, oh, well, I'm glad is... we got that. But thank God you uh, use the word ragamuffin. It doesn't get used now. Annie is coming out again, right? They're bringing it back. Isn't it one of the other Smith kids? The, the uh, youngest daughter? Doing what? No, it's Annie. Quivenza oh. A. Wallace, right? Yeah, it's Black Annie. Blanny. Blanny. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I feel, no, Will Smith's producing it, I think. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Oh, I okay. think he's producing it. I but know. I don't know if his kids, Quivenza A., the one that the yeah, Onion said the she's, oh, the joke, the, oh, I had to oh, apologize. Okay. All right. During the Oscars, when she was nominated, yeah. they, I think the Onion or somebody put out, you know, right. Quivenza A. Oh. You know, obviously a joke, but people are like, you can't joke. And it was like one of the rare times where the onion has retracted a joke. Sorry. Yeah. Like those sheets I ordered are now coming. Is this where we're sitting or are we waiting? Yeah, this is, is this cool? Yeah. I, I checked out inside and they, were, they had some pretty heavy blues riffs oh. playing. So did I thought you check the way back? I did. Okay, great. I mean, we can go back there. It's no, no problem. No, I'm great. Do you know this place? I'm worried about these sounds for you. Yeah. Where's your place? I'm Melrose in the Brea. I'm literally around wow. the door from the groundlings. Oh my god, that's awesome. I, I was, in fact, last night I was walking uh, up to Target and I'm walking by and someone's like, well, Edie Patterson's going to be on and she's awesome. I was like, oh. are you talking about the podcast tomorrow? Or <laughs> right near the groundlings. I'm like, what are the odds? This right. guy, random guy. That's he was so homeless. Weird. It was weird that he was. Uh. Right. <laughs> no, it looked like some young guys. I don't know. They must have been going. What was last night? Monday. Was there a show last night? Was it Mitch and Edie making love? No. I did a show with Improv Theater last night, but uh, weirdly at North Coast Rep. Wow. Cool. Like San Diego. Yeah. Did you ever do stand-up? Never. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I bet you kill it if you ever wanted yeah. to. God, I... 
I don't know if I would. I have such respect for it. Yeah. Um, it seems like a superpower to me. <laughs> like an inherent, like, well, once you see name. me and Matt do it, then right. you, you won't think that anymore. No, no. That, that feeling will well, immediately... Oh, yes. It's just like, look at these civilians. What are they doing? Yeah. They can... How uh, much are you guys traveling right now? I'm not traveling much. I'm not traveling much at all. Yeah. I, uh, uh, I was on the road for almost a month in September. Okay. But I'm back. Cool. Yeah, but when I when I look at LA, I think stand up has the advantage of it's it's easier to do because it's just you. Yeah. I agree. But but in terms of it doesn't make sense to be a road comic, particularly living in LA. Cost of living's too high. Right. And you got to be around for the auditions and things. Well, and right. you're doing so much TV stuff right now. Yeah. 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 But American sketch, Warrior. Yeah. Uh, yeah. American. Yeah. Sketch to me, sketch makes more sense because I think it's when I watch it, it's a lot of it is so you can pluck people and be. That sitcom right yeah. there, where you're doing a little sure. more multi-cam. Bring that but, character into the yeah. yeah, and it's I mean essentially it's it's acting with other people, and right. which a lot of comics I think think they can do, but it's a different beast going yeah. from stand up to, really to acting. Yeah. Let me ask you this: the Groundlings, you know, uh, I, I think I still think that's probably the best stage in town. It's the best such a great let me let me just add this: oh, this is where the idea for the lunch came because I was at your party yeah. and you and your friends were talking about how much. They loved seeing you at the show, and I was like, "We oh, just have a podcast, and I gonna maybe we could hang out." So That's this is almost awesome. the biggest blind date lunch we've ever done. That. that was so nice. It was, yeah. but it was. Yeah, we were talking about what's Twitter, fun too. is when you, yeah, we were talking about how cool it is that you can tell somebody, like you can go, "That was a great show." It's so cool. Being dip- I mean, your your characters were amazing. Yeah. Thanks, um, man. I can't remember what I was going to say. If I probably uh, I, you went and saw him at the show. You were talking about oh, you were saying you love that stage. Oh, I, I think I think that's probably the best stage. The, the shows are without a doubt you know, nines church. and tens. Right. And I think, I, in fact, I got my first agent in level four oh, class. Cool. Wow. An agent uh, manager was in the crowd. Sorry, my first manager. He was in the crowd for the level four show. That's yeah. awesome. And I didn't advance, which was still one of the most devastating. I was in with oh. Mikey Day. Uh, um, and I got the call. They're like, you didn't advance. The very next call was, I booked my first show for E. <laughs> That's awesome. Hosting. Yeah, so but I like, didn't advance. I, you know, right. Honestly, though, I, I wish I could do it all over again because I, I want to do sitcoms. Right. Yeah. And I just think the Groundlings is the place, the great training for it. And just it is, man. The, the iron sharpens iron. And when I see like the improv and the sketch over there, you just see, you can't, you can't just fucking take a, a show off. Because they're, they're rock stars on that stage. Thanks, man. Yeah. I, I feel real lucky that, that that I can think of any dumb idea and go do it there. Yeah. It's like, that's so, so lucky. Well, and yeah. then the, the the work that goes into being lucky. Like, I put oh, it, yeah. I went through all the levels. And, yeah, totally. And seven years later, I feel lucky to get, you know. Yeah. Well, I had uh, uh, Scott Beaner and Jordan Black. Oh, great. Uh, uh, out for lunch just actually came out uh, this week and they were just Scott said like yeah I got, got there in like seven years six years mm-hmm. to a main company so and this, even that it, like it could be level four right. thanks a lot Iceman it, thanks it buddy Any, you know. anything you know around but, but that's because I think people know there's talent there right um, so here's the thing like watching SNL one of the things people always say is like Oh, Eddie Murphy did that or Adam Sandler did that how hard is it to come up with characters and not feel A someone in Groundlings has done it or SNL has done it I mean Bean Dip obviously like you've come up with something totally out of the box but when you're trying to come up with things how much is there where it's like do you look back 
and say, I guess that's kind of been done, or is it just, you know yeah. what, I'm going to do it my own unique way either way? I think everyone tries to, and if you, I mean, yeah, you try to feel if something feels derivative right. or um, like something else, because, yeah, that's no fun. You just right. look like a fucking creep, right. you know? Right. Um, so I think everyone actively tries not to do that. Right. Um, but it's got to be hard. I mean, there's yeah, so much sometimes, stretch Yeah, sometimes, as you guys know, sometimes things just, um, even if it's a vibe or a, sometimes things just float. You know what I mean? And I think it's called parallel thinking. Parallel thinking, yeah. That's, that's a, it's a phenomenon. Yeah. Actually, he does that. It's like that. It's just like, yeah. you know... Yeah, and you may have never seen that guy. Yeah, or, right. Um, that was the uh, when I was doing the interview for Comics Unleashed. Uh, we just did that, like shot that, like last week. She's like, "How do you come up with some of your ideas for your jokes?" I said, "Well, if I see something that someone's doing that I like, I start doing." It. <laughs> <laughs> she was just kind of like looking at me, like you know, she didn't realize that right. that was, you know. They're just gonna use that sound bite. You know that. She's right. like, We're totally <laughs> right. Oh yeah, I just kind of like, like nodded and uh, the you know what I mean? I mean? Yeah. How does it get any but better? I'm so good at selling that thing of like... New truth. Of like, someone could be sitting with you and thinking in their head like, oh my God, is he that dumb? But you're so good at selling that. You do dumb very well. So a a casting director told me the best way to do dumb is just to pretend that you didn't hear what they said. Oh, that's That's like Steve Carell. He'll do the... Yeah. Like the kind of like lean in. Right. I'm trying to remember who that was. But anyway, I was just like, that is really insightful. Yeah. That's hilarious. I'm That's sorry. one of those from the outside in things. That's one of those, like, yeah. breathe a certain way and you'll be able to cry. Okay, you know? <laughs> but yeah, that's so like technical. Like, lean in, pretend you didn't hear what they said, you know? What's that? What's that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're saying it's to start with something you know. Well, specificity, I think, is the key. Which and, I think like, is the same with stand-up. So. Totally. Yeah, the more specific and, like... Particular. That's, I think, what makes characters good instead of generic, and right. that's the thing that makes you differentiate between this being like something else. You know? Has it gotten easier to create characters as you've gotten in it longer? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, partly because I I improvise so much. So that's a good thing because every now and then you'll go like, "Oh, that was something," and then you can sort of flesh it out. And what do you prefer, improv or sketch? Yeah. Mm. That's hard. I mean, I guess in when it came down to it, I'd have to choose improv. Yeah. Really? I, yeah. Wow. Improv's the best. Love it. Yeah. 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 Without a net. <laughs> Without yeah. Yeah, and there's it's. <clears throat> I'm a total nerd for it. Like, I think there's a whole, like, big picture philosophy in it, too. What's you know? that? I, just the sort of, um... Are you saying whatever, within a scene or within a show? Just or within or improv the in general. improv in general. Uh-huh. Just the whole thing of, um... The trust that's involved and the sort of... Anything that happens is perfect. Right. And is what exactly what was supposed to happen. I agree with that. Um, yeah. And that's also, too, huge. I've always thought, like... Which would be a great way to approach life. Yeah, <laughs> right? right? This is great. This is it. Yeah, this is it. This is this, it. I'm, I'm dealing with it. I, mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, and, like, with improv, at least, what I've always thought was, if you're doing people that you can, like, that you can trust... Oh, God. And then also, too, when you know someone has a thing, 
and you can like tee them up for it. Sure. Like, it gets furious anytime you talk about clothes. What do you think of this shirt? Right. Ah, you know. Yeah, if you endow someone and tell them uh, what they are, there's nothing give them better gifts. than being the told what you are. Right. Yeah. But the it's best. but that and that really comes down to listening, and that's why I think mm-hmm. good improv is amazing. Bad improv is so unwatchable. Oh, when people are saying no and they're not listening, you're just like, no. stop it! You want to yell? Because it's all they're doing is constantly stopping it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then also, my favorite part, if you can like take a character and those like one-line jokes or the things that you would say if you were in a class, like the class clown thing, would say them through the voice of like the character, but it still feels organic. That's my that's my favorite. Yeah, you know? that's funny. When it's not like the guy standing around talking, but you're saying it because you believe it, but it's still like yeah. a little kind of subversive. It, uh, I saw you at Splots, which oh, I mean, this yes. is L- well, this is what's amazing about LA. A friend, Suzanne Wong. Just right there was like, hey, there's a show, and it was like a six o'clock on a Sunday. Yeah. Was that when, when it I was did it with Helen Hunt? Helen Hunt. <laughs> yeah. I do splats all the time. <laughs> Helen Hunt and Helen Slater, who I guess I didn't know was married. Married to Rob Watson. She, to Rob. Yeah. yeah, she was phenomenal. But I was really impressed with Helen Hunt. She, I was too, dude. I, I love she committed. She yeah, was she's involved, just in it. She's and it was listening. great seeing was an like, actress. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. I mean that was it was such a fun show, but it was it was really cool to see an actress like her her stature right mm-hmm. not afraid to because to, I think that's what great improvisers are it's like I, it's I'm throwing myself into it's this it's just acting it it's just being yeah. in the moment and listening yeah. that's it it's and when people tr- start trying to be funny and trying to yeah. that's when it gets creepy right have you guys seen that uh, uh, Onion article for the sketch group Calhoun oh my god yes <laughs> that made me scream laugh <laughs> I'll, I'll email I gotta check it out alright good yeah, yeah or the, just, just the headline is something like all, a whole members of sketch group Calhoun balding or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it describes them as all like yeah. middle-aged white guys. Right. And, like it just and the, the descriptions are so right. dead on. The follically challenged Scott Hornberg oh, or whatever. God. And it's so those guys. They're all wearing jeans. Yes. They're all wearing like size medium shirts. Oh and, God. And then the deconstruction of the sketch show. Where were they blinking from? It's just so. Oh, it's God. so it's good, funny, dude. It, I, w- I would like to meet the person who wrote that. And, like you know, get yeah. my picture taken with them. Oh yeah, it's great. Why don't you have lunch with them? Yeah, I should. Huh? I should. Come on. Man. Well, you came, you came doing comedy and improv and that kind of stuff too. Yeah, I, mean, I, I started doing stand up, and then so the first thing I moved out here. Started doing stand-up and then started at the Groundlings. I came from Colorado. I used okay. to be a doctor. Oh, so, yeah, Dr. Eichmann. Yeah, Left went to be a doctor school. to be a comedian. Oh. And so a, you're a one of those time. guys who's had like multiple a, a lives. Different life. Yeah, yeah. so funny because yeah. it feels like a life. And I was just home hanging out with one of my buddies from residency. Doing some was, triage. <laughs> no, no. Oh, God, I don't remember anything. But, you know, he's, he's traveling to China, like, working with infectious disease things, Amazing. making a difference. His wife delivers babies, and I'm like, I did consolation, fire it out, Oh, I watched a video of you in Afghanistan entertaining the troops. Oh, yeah. That was great. Yeah. Come on. Doing good. Uh, I, think, I think we're ready. Yeah. yeah. You guys go first. After you. Uh, okay, uh, I'm going to do the, uh, the buttermilk chicken fried sandwich. Okay. Can I get a, um, uh, does that come with a, a salad or something? Or? Yeah, you can get a salad, fries, coleslaw, or chips. Mm, I'll do the salad, please. Uh, with like a vinaigrette, or how does that? It comes with a maple lemon vinaigrette, yeah. Okay, can I get that on the side? Sure. Perfect. Thank you. So well done. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, I'll take the uh, quinoa salad with uh, chicken breast. 
Absolutely. Quinoa. That was that was more LA than what I ordered. I Chicken yeah. fried sandwich. Chopped salad. Okay. With um, two hard-boiled eggs. Okay. <laughs> I feel like maybe we should try, try the gluten-free chili cheese fries. Okay. Really they're gluten-free. Let's they're do good, it. Okay. Um, so they're, are they free-range potatoes? <laughs> they are, yeah. You know, they uh, they graze on wild. Um, they you you can also get it vegan or non-vegan. Um, non's fine. So regular you guys dairy cheeses of yeah. yeah. Don't care. Look at us. Yeah. I have no. <laughs> you do not look vegan. I know. I actually, gluten makes me sick. It does so it? Oh, does it really? Great. See, that's a much better reason than man I would ever have for not ordering this. <laughs> Like, I have no dietary anything. Zero. Zero. That's awesome. Yeah, well, so far. So far. As long as I like, don't become like. So your yeah. heart just shuts down. Right. Cholesterol. Yeah. Schlubby. Oh. Right. Ouch, my heart. Like when you were sitting with your friend, you didn't really feel like, oh, he's doing better stuff. No, 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 no. It, it, it was say, just the feeling of. It, I just felt like I've never regretted the decision. Good. Right. And I, I was you're in, killing it too. Yeah. So it yeah. Oh, it's nice. It and I was in a hospital the other day walking around and I saw someone in scrubs with the white coat and just remember when you were like 36 hours in how much I wanted to get the fuck out of there Man. and like and that was why I left is I just realized I wasn't it's a calling I think if you're going to be a doctor agree. it's a calling I totally agree and I enjoyed it I love the intellectual challenge but my heart I, when I was in there I, I would leave the hospital like I want to go snowboarding I want to go you know, my friends yeah. I don't want to look up diseases and help my patients I'm like this isn't good for them or for me yeah so the, the t- I, I mean I my dad's a doctor he's a professor at the University of Colorado wow. so like having to tell him like, I was you know we rounded together on Christmas day and like a month and a half later I'm like I, I, I need to take some time off and I, at that point I wasn't like I'm done with it but I, I'm like I'm gonna clear my mind move out to LA try stand-up comedy yeah and I got wow. out here and within like a month I was like yeah. And that was from doing shitty open mics. Right, right. but you know when it's right. You know when you just get on stage and you're just like, I, this is what I feel like I was meant to do. That's yeah. Be in front of people. people. Look at me! Yeah, everybody! <laughs> Fill my void! Oh my god, right? Fill my void. I, I, think, I think performers, when I look at it, particularly comics, I think yeah. either they weren't hugged enough as a child or they were hugged too much. And I was definitely the latter. Oh. My mom was always like, you're so funny, you're wonderful. I, and I think the crowd is now my mom's hugs. Yep. Right. That's what I get when I'm up yeah. there. Wow, yeah. the crowd is my mom's hugs. It, it, but I, 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 I don't, when we're doing it, it's not, I don't even want to say it's a job. It's not where the, the job is getting the work and doing uh, everything. Right. Totally and putting agree. up with the, All the other bullshit. The fickle nature of this business. Because right. yeah. when you're working, it's like, this is the greatest. I call that the Christmas work. bonus. Right? And the job was like the audition. And then you're like, yeah. hey, we're going with Edie. Hey, yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, getting that little check at the end of the year. Right? You, you know. Yeah, that is, that is job. the job, is all the hustling. And then the... The writing and the doing and the auditioning and the going and the blah blah blah. Right. Yeah. Right. And you have one this afternoon. I do. Yeah. Later today. You have an audition? What do you go out for? What do you want to do? Well, I think you have a Wells Fargo commercial um, running right now. I do. I don't know if that's still running. I, I think I've seen it recently. And oh, I saw, I was laying in a hotel room in Salt Lake City and saw um, Kelsey Grammer. Mark mm-hmm. Lawrence, the partners. Yeah, it was great. It was yeah, Vlad thanks. the installer. Got it. Yes, yes. congratulations. Thanks. She's a serious regular on that. Oh episode. wow! Yeah. yeah. Congrats. Uh, yeah. Thanks. We did ten of them, and they aired all ten. 
Um, is this one of those 10 to jump it, to 100? It was a 1090, yeah. I don't think it's going to go. Uh, I think that's the word on the street. Sorry, buddy. But they aired 10, and I got to do 10. That was awesome. Right. Um, that's my main jam, is doing TV stuff. Yeah. Right. But, um... I love making money, so commercials are great. Right? right. Yeah. That would be my ideal thing. Like, if you're in a series where, like, you have a room, mm -hmm. and then you can leave your things in that room, oh, and then awesome. drive there every day, you know? You, what you're saying is part of the greatest thing about it. Yeah. I love going to work every day, yeah. knowing got to get up super early and go to my TV job. Yeah. Like, I love something about the pattern of that yep. and yeah having my room that I leave my things in but I had it's so time, funny you say it those things so, it was just the best it's just like I'm gonna leave this book here because I'm coming back tomorrow yeah the rest of my career has been SWF start work finish you got, got like it. one day like yeah. hey thanks for coming you know and it's but, great but. and I think that that confidence gets you all the next jobs. Oh, sure. I mean, you can go into a room like, I don't even get a fuck. I got a room oh. with my book in it. You made me wake up at 940. Right. How dare you? To me, that is the sweet spot headspace yeah. of, oh, who fucking cares? Yeah, right. That's what I do. Take it or leave it. Right. If I can get in that, then I feel like I'm in the zone. You're in the happy. zone. So yeah. How was it working with Martin Lawrence and Kelsey Grammer? Oh, um, my oh, great question. awesome. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Frasier is one of my favorite shows ever. I mean, uh, my wife like, and I powered through on Netflix. We watched every single episode. Yeah. We, you know, he's the greatest sitcom guy ever. He's the yeah. greatest. It's crazy. Yeah. And yeah. he's so good, dude. Yeah. Like, I would read the things, the script. That's what they call scripts now. <laughs> we'll take your word for it. We're very informal yeah. on, on yeah. partners. The paper with the words I'm supposed to say yeah. on it. And uh, the writers were really good, and they had great jokes, and I would read it and go, oh, that's funny, and it would kind of make me laugh. And then he would do it, and it goes blue, 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 right. and turns into magic, and you're like gut laughing. Right. Yeah, he's awesome. I and was... Martin Lawrence was so cool. Right. right. It was just really cool because I was like, I was fairly obsessed with Cheers way too young. Yeah. And I was obsessed with Martin, the TV show Martin. Yeah. Like we would come to school and quote Shane. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, he's one of one of the biggest. Like, I put him up there with, like, Eddie Murphy as far as being a stand-up and then going into uh, the film yeah. and then all yeah. this other stuff, so. Yeah. That's exciting. Awesome. So that was a super experience that I'm so grateful for. Yeah. But how cool is that? Like, you get to work with people you watched up growing and idolizing. Awesome. And you're a peer. You're a yeah. peer of theirs. Awesome. I say it all the time, like, well, this could make uh, a hero a colleague like that. Yeah. Oh, in a, yeah. one day to the next. Yeah. yeah. And you just assume, they, they assume if you roll up on set, they're like, oh, this person knows what they're doing there. Yeah. Your casting hired them, and it went through all the levels. Yeah. So it takes that, like, you know. Have you, you had bad that? experiences, though? Where you go on and it's like, ah, oh, this person was an asshole. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Um, I must have, but I can't. Think. Yeah. Can you think of one? Yeah. No. How about you? No, um, you know, having been in the business, I, I, like the whole Christian Bale ran, I was talking to, to someone about that, you know, with a Terminator Salvation yeah. thing where yeah. it's like, I, I just kind of feel like you never know the context, particularly when you're acting, doing uh, some emotional great. scene. Right. You don't know what had happened if the guy had blown 20 takes, whatever. <laughs> Granted, he, he went off, but at the same so time, Shane it's like, hurled, but. who hasn't had right. a shitty day at work and yeah. done something you regretted? Right. And... Had to have it on film, and and that's why like if I if I'm with someone 
you know, and it's like a one-off thing, and they're being shitty. It's like I don't, I don't know what they're going through. If it's consistently for a year, you're shitty. All right. Yeah. But I, I choose to like yeah. I, the the good experiences stand out more. I did NCIS. I cool. And it was like a two-liner. Uh huh. And I walked on set, and they they shoot up. Uh, 114 whatever yeah. mm-hmm. and no one was around I didn't know where to go Mark Harmon comes out he's like hey can I help you I'm like ah oh, I'm so I'm supposed to check in. he's like come on what? <laughs> takes me over and then like at lunch I'm sitting alone he comes over and sits down he's like so what's your story Great. sits there for an hour calls over some of the other guys wow. I was like this guy is the greatest and, and to a person on the set yeah. everyone was nice and I think it was kind of a top down thing but they sure. all said Mark Harmon dude it's just always the top champ. down yeah. Yeah. the champ did you just yell out summer school what he said oh, dude I want to <laughs> summer school yeah. summer school he's changed all I'm doing yeah <laughs> but yeah because that's so that can be such a isolating and scary experience to come on as a guest star yeah right. and it's God, it makes all the difference if someone is cool to you. Yeah. Yeah. When they really go out of their Welcome way. Welcome you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you see that, I think that influences the entire show. I just, uh, a couple weeks ago, shot a Key and Peele oh, sketch great. with Key and Peele. Wow. And those guys that show's were awesome, on, man. Yeah. They were on that level of just like, hey, how's it going? Hey. Yeah, you know, they're nice dudes. I think, I, I said this before, but they, they know they're killing it mm-hmm. and they're loving every second. Yeah. And they don't have any. Well, they've been in it for a minute. Yeah. So I think it's yeah. you know not like these. Sometimes people feel entitled when it happens instantly. Right. There's a ten-year overnight success. For how hard it is. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. Uh, where's my water? I'm like okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, it is a man. You know, it is interesting when you get on set and people are having fun, like you said, the top-down thing. Mm-hmm. If the, if number one on the call sheet is the nicest guy in the world, how can you possibly be a dick right. and like right. you know? And they're professional and, and they're prepared. Right. And yeah. they, sh- they they show up on time. Yeah. And they know their lines. No one else is going to be like, no, oh, I'll be a half an hour late. Yeah. Tell Mark it's to that win. thing you said earlier. I don't know if I've ever heard that iron sharpens iron thing. Yeah. But that's it's that right. Yeah. Totally. I've been circling the drain for NCIS. Like. I, you go in all the time. No. And honestly, um, the last time I went in, it was for like a scene, and this guy found like his like wife that was dead, and now he's gonna be the. And so there was like some like you know little yeah. waterworks involved, and I went to the producers, and I just I remember like walking out of there like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna get that. Yeah. Ah, that's all right. Yeah. A lot of times I'm the uh, Caucasian option. I will tell you, though, the the one thing I have learned in this business, actually, Leslie Kahn said it, um, it's not your job to book the role. It's your job to do the best you can, because I've sat in on lots of auditions now, ending up on the other side. Thank you. Numerous times, the best person has not gotten the job, and everyone agreed that's the best person. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, they go a different direction. And I've wanted to call that person up and go... You know, yeah. you were the best. You were yeah. the best. But yeah. there are other factors. Yeah. And that's the thing of, that's what's so, t- I mean, the, the fact that they keep calling you back lets sure. you know about your work. The next yeah, meeting it doesn't, doesn't console you. No, but no, it's okay. Right. Yeah. No, but no, it's it is, good. yeah. Yeah, it's so hard to remember that sometimes. Yeah. Oh. It's, this just is not in my control. Right. 
Yeah, all I can do is go in there and do what I And that's why I hate when you do it and they're like, that was hilarious. Don't say that. Don't tell me you liked it. Right. Because you're going to get my hopes up. That was excellent. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, It was excellent. You know, I thought so, too. Yeah. So did I get it? Oh, God, no. No, no. We don't hire people who are excellent. Then you go back and go to the amazing folder on your desktop. Right. I got this. I got this. What do you think are the reasons when the best person doesn't get it? I don't know. Mick, you know what? Sometimes I think, like, if it's a bigger gig, um, like a series regular or something, people have holding deals with networks and studios. Yeah. And they're like, well, we're, we're going to give Alan Tudyk $250,000 this year, whether he does a show or not. So let's... Got it. And, uh, yeah. He's great. I'm not using him as sure. an example of someone who's not good. But they have... But so sometimes it's technical reasons of like technical, deals in place. Yeah, unless yeah, Moonbis says like, well, you know what, I'm not going to waste the money if, for someone who's not going to do mm-hmm. the thing, you know. Or, you know, it, the name game feels like it's getting less important. Because I don't know. That would be cool. There's a handful of, like, <laughs> there's only a handful of people that if they're in something, I'll go see. Like Bill Murray. Yeah. yeah. I'm interested, yep. you know. And I like Mark Harmon a lot. I'll see yeah. what he's up to and what he's doing. But, like, these kind of mid-tier people, I'm, there's it's a not going to be the thing that draws me to right. the product. There's a the whole thing. Not me either. I think that's still a thing, though. But it's never why I watch anything. Right. Um, but there's a whole thing, too, of, like, who can sell, as far as movies, who can open a movie internationally? Yeah. Like, that's a whole thing now, right. too. Right, right. And the list is surprising. Right. Someone was telling oh, me yeah, the people on yeah. it once, and I was like, what? It's people like you would never in a thousand well, years think, I'll I mean, go sometimes, see that. sometimes we forget it's a business, mm-hmm. and money is the bottom line. You know, and, it, and, and it's, so yeah. it, it makes it easier sometimes to be like, you know, it, it, it may not be personal sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of times it's also appearances. Uh-huh. You may not match the look or you may not totally. fit in the vibe of the show. Yeah. Or, or we already have essence. Kristen Stewart. I think sometimes it's an essence thing yeah. too. Like that guy might not have been the best, but he definitely feels like he has schizophrenia or yeah. you know, whatever. Right. Right. There's some people that you watch that are like stars and you see them in things. And you know that they're in the thing because they're a star, but when you watch them on the screen together, it's just like, you guys are plain brothers, and you met right before they said action. There's no, I don't see any. Oh, and you feel, don't oh, yeah. feel any I don't chemistry. I don't see any chemistry, right. I don't yeah. see any connection. It's just like, you know. But that's why I think the majority of shows fail, is because in a, in a chemistry session in front of a room full of people, doing two, maybe three scenes a couple of times, it's like, I don't know. I, I, I think there's there's so much lightning in a bottle. There's so much luck yeah. I think in chemistry reads and stuff like that, they should have some grips of electricians just kind of sit in the front yeah. row, right. like five feet away from you, yeah. chewing gum and, you know, with yeah. their long beards. But, but I think that's when the name game to. comes into play, too. Sure. If it's like, we don't know. Like, if we choose this guy who's got an established track record, nobody can fault us, rather than putting the shows on the shoulder of someone who maybe was better but is an unknown. Right. Um, but I will say, some people you watch, and they're stars. I was watching Top yeah. Gun. Yeah. Tom Cruise he's is a fucking movie he's star, a movie man. Star. He's, he makes great he's movies. watchable. He's charismatic. Yeah, and he is. He really is. It's just some. There's some people where where you see him on screen and you're like, you remember him. And like Elizabeth Banks in Forty Year Old Virgin, right. uh, when she had that scene, oh hello, like yeah, she right. she had maybe three scenes and she was one of the most memorable people in it. Yeah. She was great. She yeah. was great. And yeah. you're just like, she's. A star. She's mm-hmm. fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Um, some people pop. Undeniable. Undeniable. Right. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. yeah, that's a good word for it. Let's see. Yeah, they're gonna be, they're gonna hit in something. Let's have them hit in our thing. Sure. Yeah. Or I or I wonder if anyone's even thinking that. Right. They've just made the smart choice of going with the best person instead of <laughs> doing it. Doing well, we're gonna go with the best person. Right. Right. And I think so many people are uh, uh, worried about getting fired. That's like the most like. Well, if I, if I don't do this or this, you know. Yeah. Like you said, they can back up their choice. Well, they did. They've yeah. already done all these. Right. And then they're trying to justify. You're talking about like suits and stuff. Yeah. Thinking that yeah. Well, I'm sure it's the like, same for I them. I gotta have an opinion. <laughs> it's the same for them. Like if you look, if you if you've chosen ten hit shows in a row, right? You're probably like, fuck it. What are you gonna? Ow! What are you gonna? Oh god! Right? You just funny leave bone. <laughs> you you know if you've chosen that, then you probably have a lot more latitude. Like, right. This is the person. Yeah. If, if you're new, you're, you're, you're worried about that. Right. Yeah. You want all those technical things behind your choice. And, yeah. Which equals boring. Yeah. Yeah. So much of the time. So this is the question I always get. A lot get. of uh, tugging on the neck of yours. Yeah. I don't know sure. the answer, and I haven't been in like a lot of big projects. Right. Have you ever been a part? No, no. When you're a part of something, now, when you're like, this is a giant piece of shit. Like, yeah. at what point do you know? <laughs> oh, this is a turd. <laughs> this is gonna be awful. <laughs> I mean, I mean, is there that thing where people are like, you know what? We're gonna edit this. It's gonna be great. Right. I always wonder, like, at what point when there's some shitty project going on. I rarely know it's gonna be a turd. <laughs> I so I so go to uh, camp in yeah. my head and I'm like, we're doing this. This is great, guys. Like I rarely can right. feel it. This is Hollywood. Which is great though, because then you're not mailing in a performance. You're right. you're giving it your own. Right, that's true. Do you feel like you can know it sometimes? I've, I've never I've, I've never been in a project that was big enough to, to be along those lines. Mm -hmm. But I've seen enough of them where you're like with good people too, where you're like, what who yeah. didn't <laughs> just got time out. Let's just cut our losses yeah. here. Right, right. This is awful. Uh, I did a movie. I don't know what it's going to turn out to be, but uh, uh, I the day I was playing some, you know, some perfunctory role in it. Yeah. And I think it'll be, get a theatrical release. But I did the scene with this uh, these two leads and this other woman, and they had like one camera that was kind of far away and then one that was kind of shooting in a closer master and we did it like three or four times and like yeah. alright thanks everyone I was just like well what about like coverage for, yeah. to, for different pieces in there I don't know what they got but um, they never got you? no they didn't really they, they did kind of in the mastery too unless it's going to play in like this big tableau I don't know what to expect. Whoa. I, and yeah. when we hit stop, I will tell you what it is. Yeah. Good, very diplomatic. Uh, that's, yeah, that's all of us. Thank you. Oh, my God. Uh, yes. That's right over here. Yeah, thank you. Right over there. Thank you. Um, I did, some uh, younger guy reached out to me. He was doing, like, a, a scene for his reel. Yeah. He's like, I need someone to play a... a, a like a powerful senator and I'm an intern and I'm trying to like play him and I was like well I don't know if I have that piece on my reel so I was like yeah I'll, I'll come yeah, on do not? that yeah. and it was people that were really trying to like get their first thing going like and that included like the DP and the hair and the, makeup and the producers Good, and all right? that and I just saw that the way the way they were shooting it, and I was like, "This is not going to serve any of us." But I didn't want to be the guy who's like, "Maybe we should do this," because it's just right. like, "I'm just here for I'll be here for two hours. Yeah. I'm not going to be." So it didn't end up. Oh, okay, I, I got it. Yeah, sure? thank you. All right. 
It oh wasn't a whole giant day. That looks like a strong call. Uh, right okay? uh, maybe a little more water. A little more water would be great. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, and then I, I, I saw it and it was just, you know, the, the boom mic was about 80 yards away. Oh, bike. Like, man. That wasn't quite, so I don't know. I mean, it's, it's leading off my reel. But the point is, Edie, it's, uh, <laughs> it's the only tape I've got in the past six years. Oh. Um, <laughs> I think the thing you know. shot is great tape for you. Oh, hey, thanks. Yeah, thanks. I did a, a, a like a sizzle reel pilot thing that Edie was in with a few of our other companies. Oh, nice. was, oh hey, what was thanks. It, what was the premise? Uh, it's called Clinical Trials, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, the elevator pitch is after the drawing board and before the medicine chest. So it's about uh, um, patients and staff at a clinical testing facility called Cornerstone Labs. So it was uh, Edie, it was uh, Lynn Stewart, uh, Kyle Kinane, Jamie Kaler, my friend Courtney Parks, Rob Watsky. Oh, Courtney. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, at Raul Lewis wow. and Sandy Parikh. Mm -hmm. And we just got together and, you know, it was, we were talking about Final Cut Pro before. That was mm -hmm. the first time I cut a multi-cam thing. You cut it? I, I edited it all myself, wow. too. So, it's one of those things When where, was this? Uh, year and a half ago, almost two years. You know. Maybe not two. Yeah, maybe a year, year, year and a half experience. ago. It was, it was awesome for me. And I really love, like, I, it was so fun to see you guys bring what I wrote to life. You know, I was telling Edie, I, she plays a character where um, she goes into the clinical trial because she's barren and she thinks that maybe like they have some kind of like, I know you guys have, know how to get me a baby, right. you know. So I kind of cut back and forth in between their interview pieces and like the group, group, group therapy feedback session right. that we had. Right. So, I cut with her talking about like I'm here. I'm you know, doctor says I can't have a baby, but I know that's not true. And then cut it back with the scene where, you know, she like missed her period and um, she thought that she was pregnant, but what we were testing was not a pregnancy pill; it was an antacid. So I really I cried when I was cutting that because oh, it was so that. it was so I will send it to you. Yeah, it was such a great performance and kind of heartbreaking. Thanks. I it wanted was, it to be. God, my God. That's my favorite so stuff to watch. It's like super awkward. Yeah. So sad. You're just like, right. you're laughing because it's so sad but, and real. But I love when people play that real instead of the winky. Oh, it's not. And I think that's, you see that. And that's, that's another one of those things that I always, Will Ferrell, the reason I love Will Ferrell. Is there someone Growling's alum. Right, but, uh, but what I love about him is I felt like that guy always committed mm -hmm. 100%. There was never he any winking. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and that's what I love. You know, Me in too. sitcoms and things is when people are like, they never kind of step out mm -hmm. and let you know. When it feels like a person. It feels like a person. Yeah. It feels like a person. They're human. Which is the hardest thing to do sometimes is to take these wacky characters and make them seem real. Right. Totally. Yeah. That's why I love the, um, the programming on the Disney Channel. Uh, the kids, no. <laughs> I love seeing kids be sassy to adults. I would and imagine come up with these like stinging one-liners yeah. that the dad's like, "Why well, be fuddled?" I know people who won't, won't let their kids watch Disney. Yeah, because like, think about so Leave sassy. It to Beaver. Right. Like, you did not talk back to June and Laura. No, you didn't. They were. 
<laughs> they kind of reinforce positive behavior. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, um, sassy, just, I don't know, what's inspiring in a new generation of... Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm barren. <laughs> I will email you that. I will email you that. So, it, it was super fun and made me want to do it more. Yeah. I wish I, like, had... Because that whole crew, you know, I had to break them off and, you know, just take care of them for their expenses and all that mm -hmm. stuff. But you wish you had, like, five guys that were just like, hey, I, I got a camera, I know how to light, let's yeah. sew so, and just... They're just, like, like, asleep in your garage and you just activate them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's one of the so great true. things. Is it, it's tough because we tend to know performers. But, like, if you get to meet some guy, camera guys who are like, I want to shoot stuff. Right. I want to act and stuff. And, and, and have someone who can edit yeah. as well. Right. You just go and shoot your binder full of sketches. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, hey, let's do four hours and we'll get together and mm -hmm. master single, single. I'll cut it together. I'll drop some music in the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's really, there's agents at the biggest places in Hollywood that like only look at YouTube all day long and look yep. for people who have stuff. You know? So weird. Mm -hmm. How much does Groundlings post on the web? Do they. Not much. People do individual stuff, mm -hmm. but um, it's not like an organized right. thing. I saw David Hoffman in something. Um, it was like a funnier dive. Cool, thanks so much. David, I want to say David Shane, the plane, when the plane crashes, then he says, like, like, we have to eat the survivors. He's like, I just want you all to know, I'll, I'll eat the dicks. Like we, yeah. you don't. It's okay. You don't have. Uh, but I mean, if it comes to it, <laughs> we're gonna be, we're, we're gonna be fine. And it was so. He did such a great job. You know, it was so. Like you were saying, Maddie. No wink. Yeah. No, it was just very earnest. Like nah. <laughs> That's the hardest thing. Yeah. Especially, I did clean house for five years, which Absolutely. was mm -hmm. so over the top, right. broad. Right. I like. That's been my say hardest that. thing. Yeah. What? No. I mean, to the end, like there was stuff where I would literally. Just be sitting in back mugging, you know, just you trying to do. You did it for five years. Five years, five and a half years. We did. It was with Whoa. Nisi Nash. And awesome. It's like a home makeover show. Yeah. I mean, it was, knows it was reality, Everyone but it was, um, it. you know, they, I mean, they were pretty upfront. They're like, just we want you to be funny. Mm -hmm. And get to do like you know the yard sale characters and stuff. And Trish. It, yeah. Trish sure. Yeah. Very over the top, but it was fun. But but then you get into real acting. And it's like, ooh, pump the brakes, chief. A little, a little more subtle. Is that a note you got from a director? Uh, no, no, pump Leslie the brakes. Khan. <laughs> Leslie Khan was in there like, what are you doing with your eyebrows? Right. I don't know. I, I can't help it. They're just moving on their own. <laughs> you tell me. Oh, I, I had to do the scotch. It took like a year and a half before I stopped. Just Right. Putting it scotch all on my face. Scotch on your... Yeah, that's so it's, funny. What's the show you're doing now? It's called American Ninja Warrior. It's mm -hmm. an obstacle course show. Have you seen Wipeout? Mm -hmm. With like yeah. the big red balls? It's like that, except it's hardcore. It's like serious athletic challenge. Cool. But it started out as a Japanese show. Oh, right. They were airing it on G4, mm -hmm. and it was their biggest show, so they decided to do an American version. And I came up, excuse me, in you the second year. A fork in there. Oh, my God. Comcast owned G4, and then Comcast bought NBC, so we became sister channels, so... Got it. We aired a finale on NBC. It did well. And the last two years, we split half the episodes on G4 and half on NBC. And then 
G4 went away and NBC mm -hmm. aired all the episodes this year. So. It was amazing. Actually, at your pool party, that was also like the That's cool. the launch yeah. for the new, the new season. It was, yeah. it was great. That's yeah. awesome. It's, yeah, it was, to go from a nothing cable show to primetime. I've heard of NBC. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Sounds fun. Absolutely. It's a blast. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, I like sports. And mm -hmm. Essentially, we're up in a tower just watching people who I've come to know a lot of them, but these are people who train year-round, mm -hmm. who dedicate such a large part of their lives for, the, nobody's won, so nobody's gotten any money. They're doing it wow. for just this passion, this dedication, which which is great. And a lot of them have amazing stories. So it's fun just being up there, you know, you fuck around a little bit, too. And, and of course, yeah. But it's 13 shoot days for, you know, we did like 27 hours. Oh, great. Um, so it's, yeah, a minimal VO. It, as shows go, it's as easy as possible. And now wow. NBC, you know, is talking about maybe finding some other stuff, which would be great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's nice. I mean, uh, you know, you never know. You never know what's going to lead to something. Like, you, you think you do these yep. things that this is going to be the breakout thing, and it doesn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And you do it. Clean, clean House, actually. I was supposed to be a fill-in for two episodes while they cast the replacement, uh -huh. but they knew me from a different show. And either like we, because the guy quit on a Wednesday and we had to start shooting the next day. They're like, "Can you fill in?" Whoa! And then by the end of the first episode, they're like, eh, "You're all right. We'll, we'll right. use you." And then <laughs> well, that'll do. Yeah, we ended Crazy. up doing like 170 episodes between that and the spin-off shows. And people love that show. Yeah. Are they still airing it? Internationally, Style Network went away. Oh, really? And we used to get residuals. Oh. So the, the residuals checked were very nice. <laughs> but, uh, that's his life. It was, it was, it, it was a fun experience. Mm -hmm. Right. When you say no one has won, what does that mean? Like, oh, for the Ninja so, Warrior? Yeah. Um, it's based on the, Japan, the premise of the show was they built the world's most difficult obstacle course. Challenged people to come out and do it. Okay. And, uh, so we've kind of taken that format. We'll do, Qualifying, so this is how you stretch out a show. Qualifying in five cities, take the best people, bring them to Las Vegas, where mm -hmm. we've recreated this obstacle course, Mount Midoriyama, with four stages. If you complete all four stages, you win half a million dollars. But, but Edie, there's like people who have submitted videos that built their own training course in their backyards and stuff. It's whoa, these people are intense, hardcore, and all the people like they like take their shirts off, and it's just like, yeah, the eight pack, unbelievable. And just, oh. um, but nobody's been able to complete all four stages. And that was one of the things initially with the show when we started going to NBC. is like, are people going to get this that there's no winner? There's no other show that I can ever think of where there's not someone at the end who's like, that's the champion. Right. We don't have that. Right. But people have kind of, you know, it's a lot of it I think is just right place, right time. The fitness, fitness is taking off. Things like CrossFit. People are looking mm -hmm. for not just working out, but a challenge to work out. And right. I think... Uh, the producers do a good job uh, telling stories, so you kind of care about mm -hmm. the people, and really the hosting is really what it comes. Oh yeah, to. yeah, man. Do you Honestly, think it's possible to win. Sorry, to no, yeah. no, please. Yeah. yeah, I thought we were gonna have someone win this year. The problem is, like, they can do it, but if you if you fall, that's it. You only get one chance, right. and so it's just people can make stupid mistakes, or mm -hmm. it's so physically challenging, one slip, and and it's over. That's a wrap. Yeah. That's a wrap. I was just gonna say. Uh, uh, after that pool party, I went home and we watched that episode, and you were up on that tower, and I don't recall your co-host's name. Akbar Bajabia Miller. Yeah. P please say that one more right. time. Right. So, 
Akbar Bajabi Amila. It's Nigerian. It was amazing. I think wow. just, See, that's just, like, the reason I have, the, I have the job is I can say his name. I was just so <laughs> impressed. I was like, wow. That just came out so... Wow. Wow. I might be saying it totally wrong, but I say it like <laughs> authoritatively. He doesn't make any. He hasn't corrected you. <laughs> He's six six two sixty. He makes me look petite. Wow. Like, Whoa. Am I saying this right? Wow. Wow. No. It's been fun. So they have you on because you're a funny, entertaining dude. Is he also that, or is he a total sports guy? Well, what's, so they brought me on. I, I did a show called Sports Soup, which was the sports mm-hmm. version of the soup. Mm-hmm. And they. They, they initially wanted somebody who did sports humor for the show. Okay. As we've gotten into it, it's gotten more straight laced. Like there are times you can be a little lighthearted, but mm-hmm. for the most part, you treat it like a serious athletic event. Got it. So we're, we will do occasional funny things, but by, by and large, we're pretty straight. And he's he's he brings a lot of enthusiasm. He played in the NFL, mm-hmm. so he, he brings kind of the athlete's perspective. And mm-hmm. It's. Uh, Did you play football in college? I play baseball. In college, yeah. I didn't want to get hit. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> do girls do it? Yeah. Wow. So this year we actually had, uh, for the first time, no girl had completed a qualifying course. Mm-hmm. This year a girl did it. And then, oh, their course is the same course? Yeah. There's oh no age. Women, uh, people of all ages compete on the same course. Oh. Which, well, if they win, they get paid 70% of what a man yeah. would. Oh. And when we're done, they do have to clean up. So there are some some concessions. Because all the period blood is everywhere. <laughs> but we actually so this year, this girl did unbelievably well, completed an extended course, and uh-huh. the video went viral. Oh, and, cool. Uh, cool! So it was a real big boost oh, yeah. to the show. But then she ended up; she just got a commercial for Fairfield Hotels, so she's kind of on her own, awesome. which is great. You mm-hmm. know, it's we want these people to. Because we're not paying them. Yeah. <laughs> we want right. them to all find some way to market it. And reciprocity. Yeah. yeah. Do they get flown to L.A.? Like, do they get anything? So qualifying, they pay for their own travel. Mm-hmm. Vegas, we'll fly them there, put them up in a very nice hotel, Hooters. Hello, hello. Yeah. Yeah. That's home with $3 blackjack. Yeah. yeah. Is that and where you have to stay, too? No, they, they upgrade me to the Rumors Hotel, which is <laughs> right across from the Hard Rock. It's okay. like an old Motel 6 that I think got boutique down. Somebody told me that place doesn't exist. Is that true? It's it's a swingers hotel. <laughs> oh, you were there, hell was, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Swingers are not attractive. No, they're I mean, not. We, I mean, we shoot at night, so right. we're not in the oh like, my come back at God. 6 a.m. And, like, doors are open. People are partying. They're in the hot tub. Just that those are what? the same people that like nudists. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm proud of or my like body. Or like everyone on um, That's Your Real Sex. Yeah. Every time I'd be like, this is going to be a good one. And then you start to see who's participating. Right. You're like, ah. <laughs> We're making penis cakes, everyone. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, God, if I have to ask, if, God, if I'm interested enough to watch someone who likes to be treated like a horse and ridden around, like, why do they have to look so Pony terrible? Play. <laughs> Pony play. I saw that episode. Oh my god. Why is that? Why are swingers so yucko? <laughs> yucko. Please there have to be hot swingers, right? You know, I guess no. I guess they're probably not a rumors. They're probably like the Bellagio or something. Right. Like, oh, we're doing it on ice cream. We're hot and we're rich. Because oh, beautiful people get money. Oh my god. Yeah, it's you go to rumors this weekend. <laughs> you you still and you also get the reminder, like I think the days of 
know, hey, we'll go there, we'll stay for a couple of weeks, you're going to be put up in a five-star hotel. Like, production is all about where can we save money. Yeah. Right. On, on every level, I think it's... So I wonder if when, when someone doesn't win, if someone in some office somewhere is going... Okay. Oh, another week. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. Otherwise, we'll have to fire the host. He's done. Right. Listen, Matt. Um, I hope not it's okay. Be able I'm to just pay getting you this week. Oh, please. Are you kidding me? I hope you guys will do the same. I know it's a little. Creepy. Of course you would. You ordered the uh, chili cheesers. Mm-hmm. I feel justified doing it since I have quinoa. Oh yeah. You're totally fine. Plus, I ran five miles before I got there. Nice. Right. Did you really? I really did. Go yeah. fuck yourself. Well, it's just rude to share that with us. <laughs> I sat around on the couch. Well, I'm training for uh, American Ninja Warrior. Oh. Right. oh my god! I gotta get awesome a room at Rumors. Me. I gotta get a room. <laughs> I could be the most attractive just, swinger ever. I mean, like some other stuff. I've got a proposal for us. <laughs> you see that fat gross guy? Let him fuck you. Huh? No. Like, it, the rooms aren't bad, but right. like they've got big walk-in showers, like two shower heads, and then this big vinyl bench. Right. And you're just like, yeah, thank you. Uh, I'll set that. There's not enough bleach to get what's been done on the vinyl bench off of it. It just isn't. And you just know this is just people, you know, fucking Spider-Manning shit everywhere. Uh, oh, oh God! You want to borrow my bottle of Fantastic? No, I don't think that's I can't gonna, do it. That's not. It's gonna Ebola hazmat suit this shit. But with your doctor contacts, I think you could, yeah. Just call your friends in Colorado. Like all night, do you hear stuff? Is it one of those hotels? Well, we sleep during the day. Oh. But, so, so one year we go, and it's like, they had a day DJ pumping out. I mean, it had to be like stadium style sound. That's the new thing. Boom, boom. So fucking loud. Mm -hmm. There were like 12 people by the pool. Like, are you just doing this to fuck with us? Like, you know there are like 80 people on this crew sleeping during the day. Oh my God. Shouldn't let that happen. Right. So it was just like one of those things was... Well, they got to ambient, get your earplugs in. They got to entertain the 12 oh. gross people who are going to fuck later. <laughs> I mean, you're right next to them. Get them ready. Rock. Get them warmed up. Prime the pump, Maddie. Prime the pump. <laughs> Did you want to uh, work out or shave your body in any way? Nah. nah. I'm good. Nah. I'm all natural. I pack my own sex swing. Oh. <laughs> oh, Jesus. There is like a nude bar or a nude pool. Oh. I think it's like the Luxor. It's like a topless. Wow. You're trying to make it Mediterranean or something like that. Wynn has that too, I think. So it's probably like oh. one topless girl and then like 80 I'll bet, I'll, like I'll bet some of the nicer places will take their entertaining girls and ask them. Oh, like, right. Go out here. Yes. Right. We'll pay whatever. That's so all right. the guys like, ooh, ooh, awesome. Right. You're right. It's like Comic-Con. Yeah. They have costume women who are dressed up as like, yep. you know... Spirit or whatever, and in <clears throat> when uh, Dan and I went to Spain a few years ago, there's a ton of like this is known as the toughest beach, right? And I was like, oh, fuck it, I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Great, why not? You'll never see those people ever it's again. So no. uncomfortable though, right? It's I don't, I did it, and then you're just sort of like, ah. right? Too much sun on my nips. <laughs> like, this isn't this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> and you just feel weird. You just feel like kind of I'm vulnerable and like too burny and like. Right. Yeah. You're really selling this, Edie. I know. <laughs> I'm like, I thought it would be like, this is yeah. sexy, right? San Tropez. Yeah, and it was not cool. <laughs> yeah, there's some sensitive skin down there. Right? On the chest. I think men and women can both agree on that. <laughs> 
it's probably better than the bottom of the speech. Probably. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's sensitive. I remember we did that. I think it was Nice or Monaco, like the requisite after college trip. Right. Sure. And so we were down there, and and uh, you just, I mean, it's really cool, but you're like, I really feel dirty, right. and I'm really afraid I'm going to get excited now. I'm going to go sit in the water. <laughs> this is embarrassing. I'm trying to be cool about this. Hi. Well, clearly you like me. I know, I do. Sorry. Yeah, this is kind of awkward. It's just a little like, man, I thought I was like cool. I thought I was cooler than right. this. Right. But it's a little, little more awkward. Cosmopolitan, yeah. but I guess I'm just Midwestern. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> There's also one in San Diego called Black Speech. Mm-hmm. That's like a topless thing. But it is, it's probably filled with those people from Rumors. Right? Who are just like, you know, mm-hmm. this is the way God made me. It's like, I don't think God made you with gout. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, no. I went for a run once in um, yeah. San Francisco. We were staying with these friends that live in, they have one of those houses in Fort Mason. Ooh. It's crazy. Yeah. They, you can rent these houses there and it's yeah. so beautiful. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna run down to the beach. So I go down there and I see, I look over and I'm like, huh, there's just like a dude in a t shirt with nothing else. It's like, well, that's alarming. <laughs> and then I noticed that's the thing it's tons of dudes in only t shirts. Wow. With nothing on the bottom. The only thing I can figure is like it wasn't a super hot day, so maybe they're trying to keep a little warm, but you still gotta like check out the goods. Guys wearing only tops looking for some bottoms. Right. Right. Wow. It was yeah, it was um I just never I don't know, I just expected all the way nude or nothing. I did not expect the t-shirt t-shirt really no made it look creepy. <laughs> yeah. Looks like your dad or something. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> That's a thing, like I think Gay men are still men. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, like, men always want to have sex all the time, for the most part. Mm-hmm. So if you find a community where, like, hey, you want to go have sex? <laughs> you bet I do. Right. Come on. Yeah. Uh, that feels like that sure. whole beach was. Yeah, let's get it out there. Let's yeah. size it up and get going. Let's, let's get going. Let's size I, it up. I, I, got a I got a meeting at, at four. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> well, I think I'm going to hit stop. You had okay. a, you had right. Twitter, Facebook, oh, uh, yes, at Matt Eisman. Matt Eisman. M A T T I S E M A N. I S E M A N. Are you on? Edie has a unicorn. Yep, Edie has a unicorn. Great. And are you on the new Groundhog Show? I'm in the Gas Show every week, which is on Thursday nights. Sweet. Um, and I'm Mitch not, and Edie I'm not doing love? this current main show, which is Fridays and Saturdays. I'll probably do the one after that. Cool. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. This is so fun. All right, everybody. That was it. That was episode 54. Thanks again to Matt Iceman, Edie Patterson, and to you for hanging out at the table with us. New episodes come out every Saturday, grabbinglunch.com. Uh, also, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. And I'm also very proud to be part of the Sexpot Comedy Network, the comedy collective out of Denver, run by Andy Jewett and Kayvon Kalapari. So uh, look up sexpotcomedy.com and see what they're getting into. They have a tremendous amount of, uh, of comedy content, podcasts, short films by the Nix Brothers, and ongoing shows in Denver, Colorado, and beyond. Sexpotcomedy.com, grabbinglunch.com, matthewknutson.com, and com.com. 
check out com.com. I don't know what that is, but that's got to be a thing, right? Uh, I will see you guys next Saturday. And in the immortal words of Russell Simmons, thank you all for coming. God bless. Good night. This has been a sex pot comedy joint. Collaborative, community-driven comedy produced by Andy Jewett and Kayvon Kalibari. Headquartered in Denver, Colorado, with technical support from Isaac Miller. Every day at sexpotcomedy.com or at a show near you. Until next time, be well, friends.